Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. The Practice of the Presence of God by Brother Lawrence of the Resurrection. Eulogy continued. When the time came for his profession, he offered himself completely to God without hesitation or reservation. I could cite here several noble acts that deserve special attention and would convince the reader of the fullness of his sacrifice. But I will pass over them in silence in order to elaborate more on the inner struggles that afflicted his soul, partly by order of divine providence, which permitted them to purify him, and partly due to his lack of experience, for he wanted to walk in the spiritual life according to his own manner. He saw the sins of his past life, and this sight horrified him and made him appear so little and so wretched in his own eyes that he judged himself unworthy of the least caresses of the bridegroom. Nonetheless, he also saw himself extraordinarily favored and in the humble estimation he had of his own lowliness, he did not dare accept the heavenly blessings God was giving him. He did not yet know that God was merciful enough to communicate himself to a sinner, such as Lawrence considered himself to be. The fear of self-deception began to take hold of his heart, and his state appeared so uncertain that he no longer knew what would become of him. This consequently caused him such terrible torments that he could only convey them by comparing them to those of hell. In this deplorable state, he often went to a private place near his pantry, where there was a picture of Christ bound to the pillar. There, his heart distraught and completely bathed in his tears, he poured out his feelings before his God and begged him not to let him perish because he placed all his trust in him and intended only to please him. No matter how he prayed, however, fears and disturbing anxieties increased his pain so that all at once his spirit was paralyzed. The solitude he had regarded as a safe haven now seemed like a stormy sea. His spirit was disturbed like a ship beaten by winds and storm, abandoned by its captain, and he did not know what to do or how to resolve this. For on the one hand, he experienced a secret inclination to surrender to the Lord by continual immolation of himself. And on the other, he feared that he had strayed from the ordinary path to holiness and led him to innocently resist God. All these prospects, so deplorable to nature, filled him with fear, terror, and dread. 
Furthermore, he received no help from heaven or earth. So his soul was plunged into bitterness and thick darkness. This experience, difficult as it may be, is nonetheless what God often uses to test the virtue of his true servants before giving them the inestimable treasure of his wisdom. This is what he did with Brother Lawrence. The extent of his patience, his moderation, his resolution, and his tranquility in the midst of these trials cannot be imagined. He truly expected only suffering and humiliation because he was humble in his thoughts and actions. Therefore, he asked only for the chalice of the Lord, and he drank all the bitterness from it. If only it had pleased God to grant him a bit of the consolation he had felt at the beginning of his penance. But no, everything was taken from him. Ten years of fear and suffering left him with very little relief. He had no taste for prayer and could find no alleviation of his sufferings. That is what made his life so difficult and reduced him to such misery that his life became unbearable and his only support was faith. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Angels of God, our guardians dear, to whom God's love commits us here. Ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, patron of thy own, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The book of Revelation says that we don't have a great high priest who can't sympathize with us in our weakness. For he was tempted as we are, the book of Revelation says. He became like us in all things, but without sinning. Why would... God the Father allow his son in his human nature to be tempted, to be tried. Well, it's so that he might sympathize with us in our weakness. God the Son, by human experience, knows what it's like to suffer, to be isolated, to be abandoned. And so when we say to God, you don't know what it's like, he says, but I do know. And this is very important for trying to understand why God would allow someone like Brother Lawrence to go through this very difficult trial. He responds very generously. He enters religious life. And God seems to take away all the supports. He allows them like Job in the Old Testament to be stripped of everything he once thought was dear. All of his expectations for religious life were taken away. 
10 years of fear and suffering with little relief, no taste for prayer, no or little alleviation of his suffering. What was God doing? Well, God was preparing him to be a great consoler, a great intercessor for all those who do not know God, who try to live as though there is no God, who feel hopeless, who find there's no way out. Brother Lawrence went through all those experiences, as it were. As it were, because the whole time he had his faith. But yet, in his experience, he knows what it's like, what people are going through. He's felt the desolation. And therefore, he could write and speak in ways that could help people. Because he actually knew what they were going through. He had some sense. He could sympathize with them. And this is part of the reason why God lets us go through anything difficult. So many of our experiences are meant so that we can be fruitful and helpful priests. Yes, priests. A priest is a mediator between heaven and earth. And every one of us by our baptism is part of God's priestly people. We have been baptized not to offer up the holy sacrifice and to consecrate. No, that's for the ministerial priests. But by your baptismal priesthood, the royal priesthood, the baptized, to offer up spiritual sacrifices for yourselves and those who your life is connected to, to bring God's gift to humanity, to be a mediator. But we are not meant to be mediators who cannot sympathize with those who are suffering. And so God allows us to become the kind of priestly people he needs for the mission that he has for us. And what does this do for us? Well, Jesus learned obedience, Hebrew says. He learned obedience by what he suffered. And we too learn obedience to God's will. We become transformed. And our faith is perfected. Because the whole time faith was there. The whole time we were clinging to God in faith. There was no other relief, human, no emotional relief, no satisfaction, but faith alone. And when faith is exercised like that, it becomes perfected. So in all of our trials, we lean on God who is there, who is infinite goodness. And by that kind of act of faith, let it be done to me according to thy word. I am the handmaid of the Lord. Let this be done to me according to thy word. If it's possible, let this cup pass from me, Father, but not my will, but thy will be done. If we live in a faithful surrender to the will of God, then we will become holy, the kind of people who really can help others in time of need. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.